Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk meditation, yoga, and style with beauty expert Angela C. Styles. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Hey, hey, all right, you guys, welcome to Fit Club. I am your host, Fallon Mercedes. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon, along with my lovely co-host, Shaka. Where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can find me at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And right now we have a special guest. As you can see, her hair is on point, and she's known for doing many celebrity hair. You on LA Hair, the show, and now you are the head consultant over at Tantris. Tantris, how am I saying Tantris. Yoga studio owned by Russell Simmons, but you guys also have a hair salon there. So we got to know more about that. Why yeah. a hair salon at a yoga studio? Yo, I was brought into the whole thing like very like right before we we're going to open. Uh-huh. And I think it was actually a last minute thing. Russell kind of had the vision for his studio and then there was this extra space. And one day he was just like, we should put a blow dry bar there. And then nobody really did hair or was in beauty. So then they were like, oh, we should get a consultant. And then somehow, like, my name got brought up and they pulled me into it. And I wrote my proposal and I was like, man, Lord, please let me get this job. Like, I would love to be a part of this. Like, it just sounds incredible. And they accepted it. And I've been with the company for like six months now. Nice. So, congratulations. So, thank wait, you. Do you get your hair blow dried after yoga or before yes, yoga? After, <laughs> because it's hot yoga. All the classes are hot. Um, it's infrared heat in the studios, which is very unique to most um, yoga facilities. Mm-hmm. So, it's totally something different. It's more humid, um, but it is better for the body. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to sweat. Wet it out very much so yeah. burn some calories baby exactly. and then you can come downstairs and get, get your, your hair, hair did I have to tell you so in December they had this great promotion so I actually went to Tantris for maybe like two to three weeks and I went every day mm-hmm. and this studio is amazing it's and, beautiful and I think I more than down. just the beauty of it is the vibe the vibe of the studio they, they have a really good kind of way they resonate with people the people that come there yeah, we, we're all about the customer experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Russell is such um, a visionary when it comes to starting businesses is because he wanted to deliver a yoga experience, you know, from all the places that he had been. I guess he still felt like there wasn't a place that gave what he really wanted to give mm-hmm. as far as yoga goes. And to then add on to that by fusing the apparel. So there's also a full retail center. So as soon as you walk in, basically, I'm going to give you guys a walk a mental walkthrough. So as soon as you walk in, it's a beautiful space, first floor, Sunset and Doheny, um, right next to Boa. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's already, like, the the spot, mm-hmm. right? Soho House is upstairs, so it's cracking. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I didn't yeah. know that. So you walk in, and it's just zen vibes all around, and yeah. then there's... Just clothes, like a long hallway, beautiful clothes, yoga clothes, mm-hmm. um, books, different books from Russell and other like meditation books. And then there's jewelry and all that kind of stuff. If you look to the left, there is fresh juice and vegan bites and all kind of holistic snacks that you can um, grab, mm-hmm. water, everything. Um, you keep going straight and mm-hmm. it's more clothes. It's it's a lot yeah. of it's a lot of clothes. So and they you, have a beautiful outdoor patio right behind. Oh my yeah. god, the outdoor yeah. patio is in the back. It's 
super serene. And then to the left of that is Tantra Style, which is the salon. So you can go over there and make your appointment and then go upstairs. And then once you go upstairs, there's this beautiful lounge, mm-hmm. more windows. You can see all, like, through sunset. You can see the garden in the back. And there are books there. You can read more books. There's a little library. So you can read all about yoga, the history of it, the foundation of it. And just, you can just zen out. And mm-hmm. then we have two rooms, which also become one for larger classes. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a really nice place. Yeah. Right, right now I go to, what is it, An- Encino Bikram Yoga, and it's nothing like you explained. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I, I've done I yoga might need every- to upgrade and go visit you yeah. guys. Yeah. It's amazing. I've done yoga everywhere, like really great classes, mm-hmm. really great intensity, but they marry the intensity and the focus with also the feeling. And mm-hmm. so that's what's so great about that. Now, is there any, like, hip-hop music? You know, Russell is known for hip-hop, uh, so do they play hip-hop music in the yoga classes? Actually, this <laughs> month, um, A Tribe Called Quest is the musical influence. Really? So if that, that gives that's, you that's cool. what's yeah. happening in the yeah. classes, you got to go yeah. check that out. Yeah. All right, so I have so many more questions lined up for you, but first we'll jump into our hot fitness topics, yeah. and then we'll get back to you. So the first one we have on the list is... How to cure a hangover. Yeah, you know, it's like warmer weather now. Summer's coming up, so I think we're all drinking a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And so I thought this was an interesting story because we always, that's been like, we can cure so many things, but we can't cure the hangover, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so we found that really a hangover happens when the alcohol you have goes to zero in your body. You think going to zero is good, but that's when your body starts to react. And it's a lack of vitamins, a lack of nutrition, a lack of hydration as well Mm -hmm. and so they're recommending certain foods like asparagus avocado and obviously water Mm -hmm. I find this interesting because um, they say you shouldn't uh, drink on an empty stomach I actually like to drink on an empty stomach because I feel like that's the only time I get a buzz Uh, I think because I always have so much food in my stomach I won't feel my wine I I won't feel my drink but they also say uh, the color of the alcohol is an indicator Mm. of the congeners the con- and this was the first well this is the first, first I heard of the term congeners but mm-hmm. I have heard of the darker the liquor that, that mm-hmm. can give you a, a worse hangover so it's the fermentation yeah. of the yeah. alcohol so mm. uh, if the alcohol is darker mostly bourbon whiskey some tequila they have more congener yeah. in the alcohol which correlates with you might be hungover uh, yeah. even longer than uh, a lighter liquor and, and the funny part they said you know the hair of the dog you know having that drink in the morning that makes you feel better is not good because it's going to delay oh, the hangover yeah. But back in the day, I used to love that because, because <laughs> that gave me time to beat the hangover. Yeah. So if I'm still a little drunk in the morning or I have another drink, mm-hmm. now I'll eat. Now I'll get the water. Right, now I'll get the vitamins. So right. when the hangover sets in, I'm good. Yeah. So if you're hungover, definitely make sure you keep hydrated. They say stay away from aspirin or those things. That will um, compromise the liver. Yeah. Right. But um, this cleanse that I'm doing, uh, I've been kind of promoting it. You can't drink on the it. cleanse, can you? <laughs> no, no, you can't. But yeah. what I've um, learned on the cleanse, I'm taking active charcoal and I'm doing a lot of research on it and what it does is it actually pulls toxins from the body Mm -hmm. so it's really good doing a cleanse because it's going to pull the extra toxins but what I researched and found out is that a lot of um, you know uh, hospitals doctors what they do when they have a patient who has alcohol poisoning has overdosed on drugs they actually give them charcoal pills it's better than pumping their stomach oh yeah I used to take them out when I go to the Club. But here's the problem when you're getting drunk. Did you? <laughs> the, the thing is, you're supposed to do like a pill after each drink, mm-hmm. but you're getting drunk, so you don't remember to do the pill after each drink. You might get one pill, right. maybe, but after that, you forget. That is but funny. it does. It's effective if you can somehow oh, remember. Oh, I need to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I wish I would have known. I would have brought some in. 
Well, funny. do you have anything that you do to like cure a hangover? Well, first of all, when I drink, I just always, like, no matter how drunk I get, I make sure I just drink at least one bottle or two bottles of water before I go to sleep. And yeah. that usually always helps. Yeah. But the next day, if I'm hungover, pho or matzo ball soup always oh, does yeah, the nice. trick for me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Either one of those, the but right amount. it's something in that soup that, like, knocks it out. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Or even carbs. I used to yes. eat a lot of carbs. Or even a little but... bit of yoga. Sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely a sweat out. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Um, um, you guys out there watching, if you have any hangover tips, tricks that you have been using that, you know, works for you, please share them on our Instagram. We have a new Instagram, at yeah. Fit Club, BHL. And Facebook. Or, yep, Facebook, same thing. And Twitter. And, okay. Oh, we have a Twitter, too? Yeah. Okay, Shaka, we're, we're you've been doing it. Yeah. yeah, we're everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let us know in there. Or, again, if you're on YouTube or iTunes, you can let us know in the comment area and rate us five stars. And if you guys hashtag um, at Fit Club... Hashtag Fit Club BHL with your questions. We'll try to respond to them on the air, on air. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so the next one we have is, um, is yoga effective for depression? And we had a psychologist on a couple weeks ago who kind of, you know, made it clear that it really does help. Um, but this study shows that even if you um, don't take meds, antidepressants, if you're not seeing a therapist, doing yoga alone can help with mild to moderate to even severe depression. Yeah. Shaka, tell us more about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's what I loved about this. Um, I forget the name of the doctor, but um, mm-hmm. I guess she was uh, has an Indian background. Mm-hmm. And so she already, and she's already a, psychi- a psychologist, right? A mm-hmm. clinical psychologist. And she just kind of found that they didn't really take a holistic look at the patient. You know, it was all very clinical. And people were having trouble being served in a very spiritual way. So, you know, with yoga, that really kind of serves it you does. spiritually. And people were able, when she took an integrative approach, she was able to get better results from her clients. And then the study was also backed up by another competing study at Boston University um, with examined people with severe depression who were, who were on antidepressant um, depressants, and it found that it helped them as well. Wow. So, so it, there's a lot of uh, a lot to be shown for yoga really helping. And there's so many studies in the eastern part of the world, but mm-hmm. they thought weren't applicable in the western part of yeah. the world. Somehow we're so different that yoga might have a different effect on yeah. us. Rather, it's so interesting because today I was at the bookstore and I picked up a book called Quantum Healing by the Dalai Lama, who mm-hmm. is an Ayurveda uh, practitioner, which yeah. means you marry both. You marry Western medicine along with um, Easternized medicine, which mostly they practice you know, meditation, yoga, all that stuff. And there were so many studies that he showed in his practice as a doctor where, you know, people would think it was miracles where he would have a client, um, a patient come in who would have stage four breast cancer and, you know, they're only given so many months to live. And what he would do is he would let them decide whether if they wanted to do the chemo or the radiation, but he would also make them do yoga and meditate and a lot of them would have miraculous results wow. where yeah. when they would do x-rays the the cancer would disappear and it just really shows there is a true mind body connection yeah. and a lot of even things that we've talked about on the show different studies you know there's scientific proof that if your immune system is compromised or your stress levels are, you know, through the roof 
and you have a, a gene in you for a certain disease, most likely that's going to trigger to express it, and then you'll get that disease. So your mental health is so important yeah. when it comes yes. to your physical health. It's so important. Yeah. yeah, and we're not saying don't go to the doctor. We're saying <laughs> do everything. Like, yes. look at, look don't at just these. do yeah. one yeah. thing. Don't just rely on drugs yeah. and mm-hmm. Western medicine to yeah. do the job. Yeah, look for an integrative approach. So yeah. I know you do yoga. Did you start doing yoga when you started working at Tantris or were you doing it prior? Actually, I was raised around yoga. Oh, so really? like my mom Where are you from? Texas. I'm from right? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, Chi-Town. Okay. <laughs> Probably because I kind of have a little bit of an accent. <laughs> a little twang there, you know. But no, my mom, she was always into yoga when I was growing up. And so if I had like a stomach ache or a headache, she would make me do yoga poses. Oh, wow. To like help me feel that's, better. Um, oh, so you were already doing this. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. So I thought it was kind of corny. Like I thought it was kind of corny to be yeah. honest. I was like, yeah. okay, ma, I'll do it. And then sometimes I would feel What's your a, lot, mother's a lot better. She's, um, well, she started off in entertainment. So mm-hmm. she was an actor, dancer. Um, and then after she had kids, she decided to become a teacher. But now, so she teaches dance and drama. Oh, okay. So she's very into the arts. arts. Mm-hmm. She's okay. very into yoga. She's totally a flower child. Like <laughs> all that. So I guess that's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I moved to L.A. and then I put what I already knew about yoga with heat and then I was like, yo, oh, this is a workout. Because like, <laughs> that was the thing is yeah. I was so active in other things. I didn't feel like yoga gave me enough mm-hmm. of a sweat or yep. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I am the same exact and, way. And I want to sweat. Because I would be I'd be in the yoga class for like an hour and a half, two hours. And I feel like I still need to work, work out. out. Exactly. And now I'm at the gym for four hours. You know? yep. so. Right. Yeah. So, so when, when I found the two together, I was like, oh, this is my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's interesting because I have started doing other workouts. They have like heated cycling mm-hmm. and other things. I personally, I don't like it. I no. think um, I like the heated yoga, yeah. but I think the heated cycling. I think um, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> it's too intense. I yeah. feel yeah. right now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I even the heated yoga can rate. be heated yoga yeah. can be dangerous if you're not yeah. watching yourself or remaining hydrated. Yeah. I did do a heated yoga at Tantris, and of course, I stand right next to the window, and the sun's just blazing. Oh, so I had to make sure I was also hydrated. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't want to be embarrassed and leave the class, so you have to like. <laughs> oh, well, you know, in a, in a true yoga down. class, you. Meet, you have that meeting of yourself where you are. Mm-hmm. So right. if you have to get up and go, it's all right. Everyone understands. Yeah. You know? so I'm competitive. Yeah. I won't go. I'll die in the class before I walk. <laughs> yeah, I never walked down either. I'm I like, never walked. No, that's exactly. uh, yeah. But it's okay to just sit on your hands, yeah. like sit on me, sit Child on your pose. knees, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of just like zen out for yeah. a second. I'll never forget my first yoga class ever. Um, I had one in the class with a friend who was like super religious. She was like, I don't know about yoga. And I was like, let's just take the class. So uh, we sat in the class. At the end, they have you do child's pose and you meditate. And I re- remember just waking up and the lights are on and everybody's gone. And I'm like, did oh, I you fall fell asleep? I fell yeah. asleep in class. And, and I love that they let you sleep. That's great. Though, right? <laughs> and then when I left, I was t- told my girlfriend, where did you go? And she was like, no, just because they played different types of music and uh, she's she's super religious and she was like no that doesn't sound right and it was just I'm just interesting. trying to imagine you falling asleep in child's yeah, pose that's I, hilarious I, yeah. I've actually fallen asleep before have you yeah. probably so not as the long only one. here we yeah. go yeah, yeah. It's so, you're so pose. relieved at the yeah. end and you're finally just like uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I made it oh and they God. make it calm yeah they make yeah. it calm yeah. 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 so 
Yeah, yeah that was my first experience with yoga. Um, meditation, we have this other article by Dr. Sanja Gupta. He explains that he is a changed man after meditating yeah. with the holiness Dalai Lama. Shaka, tell us more about well, that. Well, of course you're going to be changed right after <laughs> meditating with the Dalai Lama. I, I like this story because... Uh, Sanjay Gupta is like this doctor and here's the Dalai Lama who seems they seem to have like that eastern western you know mm-hmm. at odds but he said he, he met the Dalai Lama and for him and this kind of opened my eyes to meditation because I, I, I try to meditate and it's hard to calm this qua- mm-hmm. this mind that's always going crazy and he found that they did what is it analytical meditation and so rather than trying to do single item meditation where it's like a tone like an ohm or something like that they went with Think of a problem that you have, put it in a bubble in your head, and focus on that bubble and divorce it from everything else. And he said when he did the analytical meditation, for his mind that races, that's what was able to kind of quiet him down. Mm. And the things that happen during meditation where you figure out life and its problems and, it's, and your own issues, it, that's when he was able to get to that part of meditation. And so what I lo- liked about it is that I've been at Tantris, they have a meditation component to the yoga too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I've been trying to focus a little bit more on that as well. Yeah, I... So we do have a meditation component, and mm-hmm. it involves, like, chanting mm-hmm. and saying, like, ohms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And at first I was kind of like, this is too much. Now I'm <laughs> not into it. And then when I finally started <laughs> to quiet my mind and really wrap my head around it, I I felt so much clearer mm-hmm. after I would leave class. And mm-hmm. I felt a lot more connected to the here and now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's amazing. I tried to meditate at home for maybe, like, two weeks, and it, mm-hmm. I definitely felt the difference yeah. in my everyday yeah. It's funny, um, being from Boston and moving to L.A., I truly find myself, and I had to accept it, I am a hippie. Me too. Like, <laughs> I am a hippie. I love all this stuff. Yeah. Like, I, it's like another piece of me keeps on opening up mm-hmm. and trying new things, and you're just yeah. like, wow. Like, it's just, I really feel like this melting pot has really opened up my eyes. You're lucky where your mom already had that in her. Like, Yeah, but my surroundings, <laughs> Chicago is like the mean streets. I grew yeah. up in the hood, okay? So, like, she might have been a little flower growing in the yeah. concrete, but everything else around me was like, girl, what guy? Yeah. Like, you know? So it wasn't until I moved out here, here too, that yeah. I started to really embrace, like, mm-hmm. my connection to the universe and, mm-hmm. and grounding myself and yeah. being present mm-hmm. and all that hippie kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, it really but works. It, it works. And even no matter where you are, you just find it works. Like, so yeah. even if you, as you get older and you discover certain things, you're like, wait a minute, I should have been doing this this entire time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I love in this story, too, that um, the doctor was saying, you know, his meditation, it's difficult for him. And at 81 years old, the Dalai Lama, who wakes up every day at 3 a.m. to meditate, yeah. he said it's even difficult for him. And he said he's been doing it for 60 years every right? day, and it's difficult for him. So it, it's something that does take work. It's yeah, going to take work. work. Yeah, It's definitely a practice. Yeah. yeah. If you guys out there have any tricks on meditating, every time I meditate at home, I fall asleep. I don't know what it is. I'm like a narcoleptic Try to do the analytical meditation. I'm going to try it now. Yeah, because I do have a problem. Remember before the show? Think of that problem. Yeah, think of your problem. Put it in the bubble. Or do the guided meditation where someone is talking. Oh, that's true. music. That helps a lot. But then we might pass out. I know, Usually pretty quickly with that one. All right. Before we jump into you, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about my experience so far doing this 20-day cleanse. She started, yes. I actually started. <laughs> I usually say a lot of things I want to do on the show that I actually don't do, but I did this start time. <laughs> I started it. And so far, it's been really, really great. I've been posting on my social media, trying to keep you guys updated. Um, but basically, these first three days have been pretty good. I, 
I had to be raw vegan. So I'm you've been still raw, raw vegan, vegan for three days. Three days. Not so hard, right? Not not as hard. It, what's interesting is that I'm actually I don't feel hungry, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think when I was constantly eating so much food, whatever I want, it was almost like my body was always hungry, and yeah. now. When I eat, I feel like, okay, that's enough. And these are fruits and vegetables, so you're getting yeah, that fruits, fiber. Vegetables. Yeah, I went to Whole Foods uh, yesterday, and I was so lost. I should have went with a grocery list because I'm like, I don't know what to get. They do have Everything a lot has of organic, but I'm like, but is it raw? But is it vegan? They some things have will too say many raw. Specialty. Yeah, they have too many specialties. Yeah, yeah, so I've been finding some blogs online that have been helping me to, you know, kind of figure out what I can eat, can't eat. And the doctor has been so good. Um, every day we touch base and she checks on me, see how I'm doing. Um, I got this little pill box to put all the herb capsules (laughs) in because every three hours you have to take five different um, uh, herb pills. Yeah, it's intense. So every three hours, I set alarms on my phone. Yes. So I set alarm for my phone every three hours so that way I don't miss um, a different pill. And each uh, five pills represents a different part of your system that the cleanses trying to clean so one is for your liver and kidneys one is for your blood one is for your respiratory respiratory system one is for your uh productive system um and then the last thing you do is um charcoal and water and you drink it before you go to bed um you have to drink distilled water so i just load up this every day with distilled water And the reason why she wanted me to go vegan the first five days is because when you're doing this, your body is going through so much that you don't want to make your body work harder than it needs to. So you don't want to eat processed food. Even with my workouts, I'm not allowed to lift heavy. I'm not allowed to do like intense hit. So going for walks, meditating, stuff like that. And I'll tell you, I have lost... Five pounds since Monday. Wow. Oh, wow. And the bloat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the bloat in my stomach has gone down. And what I like about this, too, it's not a juice cleanse that's just going to have you on the toilet every day. And then once you stop, <laughs> and then once you stop, you gain it right back. Yeah. You know, yeah. it helps you be more regular. However, it doesn't, you know, just shove everything out of your system. So you have two more days being raw vegan? Yep, so I have two more days. Well, you have the option to continue it past those two days. So um, she's going to kind of see how I'm doing. Yeah. If if I'm having certain cravings, Mm -hmm. she may incorporate that back into my diet. Um, But I've noticed I'm like kind of like... um, I'm kind of like a crazy raw vegan. Like, last night for dinner, I didn't know what to make, so I literally just ate a whole cucumber and a whole pepper. <laughs> I was like, wow. I'm sick of salads. Okay. Actually, your um, your uh, raw vegan powder oh, has yeah. been holding me over, oh, too. <laughs> That's it. Protein powder. Protein raw powder, vegan, but protein it's, yeah, it's raw oh, vegan. Yeah. And... and when actually when I was eating the cucumbers, eating the different, they almost come alive. Like even before I came here, I got a big. Um, you saw me, Shaka. Yeah, I had a big thing of fruit. bowl of yeah, fruit, and I just devoured it, and it was so good. It's like my taste buds are kind of coming alive again. I can mm-hmm. literally enjoy yeah. everything I'm eating instead of okay, this isn't satisfied satisfying right. me. So. 
That was long-winded, but things are going good. Um, And Shamika, thank you. Shamika actually gave me a special code for you guys. If you want to do the cleanse, you'll get a certain percentage off. Um, It's Fit5, so if you go to her website, shamikamd.com, put in the code. And then if you do it, please reach out to me because um, she will contact you directly. But come through me so I can give her your information. And we'll go ahead and tweet that later so you guys can look it on Twitter. All right, so let's talk about hair. I always, always get on my Instagram, how do you keep your hair, you know, popping when you're working out? Because it's like it doesn't go together. When I want to feel beautiful and I want my hair to look good, sometimes I have to compromise my workout to do so. So do you have any tips on how to keep your hair, you know, looking good, but also... Especially and as a black woman, too, because so many of my mm-hmm. black friends, like my black girlfriends, I try to bring to the gym, like, oh, I just got my hair done, can't yeah. go to the gym yeah. for a bit. Yeah. That's <laughs> why a lot, like a lot of women in the black community especially yeah. are overweight is because... Yeah. They're professional women. They have to compromise their look every day, you know, how they present themselves at work versus working towards a better and a healthier look <laughs> for themselves. So, yeah, great question. Um, it's kind of a challenge. I'm not going to lie, even for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say a few tips. Number one is if you have more of a creative job or creative field where you don't have to be super corporate, hair flare and hair accessories are always going to be a mm-hmm. great way to do it. Like, turbans now Mm -hmm. and like thicker scarves headbands that kind of thing is going to be super helpful Mm -hmm. um two like braids and buns are are going to be your best friend yes i bun it up every day (laughs) except for this show yeah just you know give your hair give yourself a little bit of swoop if you Mm -hmm. got some baby hair give yourself a little baby hair (laughs) moment you know and there's you can still put a little hair flare in there if you wanted to depending on the style Mm -hmm. um all that's going to help quite a bit then the third thing is just having a little extra hair, you know? It doesn't matter how long your natural hair is or how short. If you do want to work out, it's very helpful to have a wig or some clip-ins or, mm-hmm. you know, even like a clip-in bang or something. Oh, that's smart. So it's not greasy yeah, looking. So yeah, so your edges aren't looking all greasy and thin. <laughs> oh, that's and, smart. And so if you do a bun, you can pop your little bang on mm-hmm. and, then it, and then you can take a little... Um, headband or a scarf and then put something over that and then it looks like you just you just were doing your flyness <laughs> um so that those are pretty much going to help a lot you also while you're working out if you set your hair a certain way just set it during your workout and then shower let yourself cool down and dry and then take that down so you can mm. do like twists like two twists going around the hair and then when you take that down after it's dry you'll have waves or if you do braids before you work out you could take that down and you'll have a wavy hair Mm -hmm. Um, or pin curls anything like that it's okay to look crazy when you go to the gym like I am not about (laughs) trying to be fly wearing Mm -hmm. makeup and having my hair done when I'm in the gym that's a problem in LA some people are trying to be that you know as if they're going into their audition people try way too hard (laughs) like no this is the time for you you know what I mean it's Meditate, like working out is a form of meditation, yeah. Yeah. you know? So it's like take the focus off looking good in that moment and mm-hmm. focus on looking good after you get your sweat on. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? So definitely setting the hair before you work out and letting it stay like that until after you're done is going to help too. Yeah. So hopefully those yeah. tips, tips kind of yeah. work. Yeah. Do you have a go-to yoga style that you where you're hearing for yoga or any other workout? It honestly just depends on what my hair is doing. So... Yeah. With it being curly like this, I just kind of take some and, like, pin it up, take it off of my face or, like, put it in a low ponytail. Mm-hmm. Um, if my hair is... It just really depends on how my hair is. But usually I'll either wrap a scarf around it 
Um, or I'll kind of just let it be wild and then deal with it later. Mm-hmm. But I do hair, so yeah, it's easier <laughs> for me. Um, yeah. But most people, scarves and wraps are always going to help. Wigs are going to help. And mm-hmm. then just like updos, buns and braids. Yeah. Yeah. And what about uh, dry shampoo? Do you like dry shampoo? Are you oh, a fan I of it? Oh, I love dry shampoo. <laughs> so we're partnered at Tantris. We're partnered with Aveda. Mm-hmm. And all their products are organic and natural. They're all from the earth. Amberly. Um Oh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> um, and we have a great dry shampoo. It's kind of like a powder form. Um, but it comes from rice. Uh, pretty much mm. and different things but yeah dry shampoo is super helpful when you sweat a lot and you want to take the oil out most people think it's a cleanser it's, yeah, not, a it's cleanser. not a cleanser yeah. oh. no it really just extracts oil yeah. from the hair oh so I cause I so, so what I, I would never really use dry shampoo only after I got super sweaty I guess not really cause yeah. he, like actually sweat makes the hair dry because it has salt in yeah. it yeah but if you um have Sweat plus your oil, like the natural sebum from your skin and scalp, that's what produces the oil. So once those mix, then it just becomes like oil. So the dry shampoo does nothing for cleanliness? No. No. It's just not at all. For me especially, I have fine hair, so it's very flat. So after a workout, if I don't have time to wash my hair... I will use the dry shampoo to just kind of give it some volume, some volume. because there won't be uh, any volume if I don't yeah, use because it. Her, because her hair is fine, the natural oil from her scalp kind of just makes yeah. everything separate. See. So the dry shampoo basically absorbs the oil, and then you it feels kind of like you have clean hair. Uh, it's I more have, of a chalky feeling. Yeah, though. I have all yeah. this dry shampoo. I was going to put some in my gym bag because <laughs> I can't take showers <laughs> no, no, no. when I leave. Now I know. So <laughs> disclaimer, dry yeah. shampoo does not clean the hair. You should call it something else. Don't call it shampoo. <laughs> Fool me real quick. <laughs> that is funny. Now, um, I see a lot of women, including myself, I wear hats to the gym. Yeah. Is that hindering uh, good hair after the fact because the sweat is going everywhere? Or is it better because it's keeping it in place? So when you t- I don't know if I and, should be and wearing add on a to hat that, or not. And add on to that, does it cause any hair loss by wearing a hat too much? Um, it doesn't cause hair loss by wearing a hat unless you're wearing it too tight and it's rubbing in some kind of strange way in the same spot. Okay. So if you are going to wear hats excessively, if you work out once a day or twice a day, maybe try to shift the direction of where your hat is. I know for me, when I wear fitteds, they hurt right here, yeah. like at the top of my head. So I try to just shift the way that I wear them. But as far as the hairstyle go, it usually will mess up mm. your hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So what I would recommend is if you do want to wear a clean, like, cute ponytail or mm-hmm. a braided look, I would do that, and then I would put a silk or satin scarf on, on and then I would put my hat on. Oh, so okay. then the scarf is kind of holding the style down, but then the, it's also catching some of the sweat, yep. so it's not just going into the, your hairstyle. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Nice. I get that. And then what about hair loss? Especially, um, I know a lot of women that I train, if they're stressed out, have a lot of anxiety... I notice they'll complain I'm losing hair. So is there anything, tricks or vitamins that you can do to try to get your hair to grow those back? gummies. I see a lot of girls on Instagram with gummy bears for their hair. Yeah, I, I actually am an educator for another organic uh, hair care company called okay. Myel Organics. And we do have hair growth pills and gummies mm-hmm. for children. And those are fortified with like biotin and other like products that really mm-hmm. help encourage growth. But if you're, I'm not a pill popper. So they do work, but I'm not someone who's regimented enough to take that kind of stuff. But honestly, for growth, the the best thing you can do is increase the circulation of your scalp. So massaging your scalp every day 
every other day using a scalp stimulating brush and brushing on the scalp mm -hmm. and really giving it that love and giving it that excitement is going to stimulate the follicle and encourage mm. growth. Or you can like lay upside down for a few minutes mm -hmm. and that's going to help like Wait. a few minutes a day. It oh, helps, like um, getting the blood to rush yeah, to the so head. When so the blood is upside down. Yeah, really? so when the blood is circulating mm -hmm. to the scalp or when you're moving uh -huh. the hair and the follicle around, that's how you're going to stimulate growth the most natural way. Um, but yeah, you can just take vitamins like hair, skin, and nails pills. They help mm -hmm. vitamins with A, uh, vitamin A, vitamin D. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff helps. Anything with biotin will help as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then you kind of ha just have to see if they're on any medication too. Medication yeah. sometimes really changes the game. Yeah. Or if you're dieting and you're not taking in enough um, calories per day, mm -hmm. that can also affect hair loss. Because so you're malnourished. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the hair is a protein. If you're not getting enough protein in the body, then what's it going to do? It's going to break. So you're schooling us. How did, how did you get into this, this area, this beauty style area? Well, hair has always been my life. Hair is life. <laughs> hair is life, right? But I was since I was a kid, like, my mom, she's a flower child. Mm -hmm. She would look crazy, and I would just be like, what's wrong with your hair? Like, come here. Like, let me let me do it. So I've been doing hair literally since I was a kid, and then in high school, that was, like, my side hustle. Yeah. So I was braiding the guy's hair oh, on the porch, oh, you know, yeah. like, making my $15 a pop. Like, if you wanted designs, it was 15 If you wanted straight bags, it was 10 you know? <laughs> So I was doing that, and then I went to college for a year, and I just didn't like feeling broke. So I was like, hey, Ma, I think I want to go to cosmetology school. And she was very encouraging. I mean, everybody knew that that was my thing. Yeah. So then from cars, it just I just kept adding on and adding on, like working in the salon, working with people. And then I started working with celebs when I came mm -hmm. out here. And I just got more into education and, like, understanding hair. And mm -hmm. then, so now I'm kind of like a hair doctor in a way. Nice. <laughs> that's cute. So how did you get on L.A. Hair? Because that that's what really broke the door open for you to let everybody know who you are, not just celebs. Is it? Well, so I came, on, came to L.A. just kind of random, and I was hanging out with, one of my friends, shout out to Lamorne. Hey, That's Lamorne. how we met. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kind of just gave me his whole like, I moved and I had nothing testimony. Mm -hmm. And then now, I mean, you guys well, seen him in new films, girl. <laughs> New Girl. Like he's in the Adam Sandler movie that yeah. just came out. Um, but at the time, he's he uh, had a show on I don't know like TNT or something like. He interviewed people on roller coasters. It was so weird. <laughs> oh, random. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and he had just written on one of his first films, and he did all this kind of cool stuff. And I was kind of like, wow. Like, I never thought about moving to L.A. until now. Like, you really opened my eyes up to something different. So I basically decided on that trip that I was going to move to L.A. So I did my research, and... I found out about Kimball Hair Studio. That's oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Kimball I moved to L.A. because of Lamorne's story, too. Really? Yeah. yeah really? Lamorne well, is out here hey, making yeah. believers out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, right, look at us now. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's a trickle-down effect. I think a lot of people, after they saw me working, were like, I'm, I want to move, you mm -hmm. know? And so that's the importance of just following your dreams is mm -hmm. that other people get inspired yeah, by what you do. And spreading that love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so, like... Um, Long story short, I reached out to 
the manager or whoever at Kimball Hair Studio. I mm-hmm. sent my information. I put a deck together and I put presented it all nicely. Listen, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people think hairstylists aren't, um, you know, computer savvy or don't know how to package themselves. But that is really the main ingredient to becoming successful or to diversify. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you'll just literally, and not to say it in this way, but you'll just be a hairstylist. Like, you mm-hmm. only know how to work with your hands. Yeah. And, I mean, that, to me, is kind of like the equivalent of a mechanic or yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you don't take your profession to the next level, then you'll never be able to. And and you reached out. Because so many people say, how did this happen or how did that I'm like, well, because I had to reach out. You yeah, know? oh, you yeah. have to. come to you. Like, you oh. have to go knocking on doors. Yeah, it's not just like <laughs> so, once or twice. Yeah. you got to go bang. <laughs> so after I made that initial connection, the manager seemed interested. I still had to do what I needed to do to transfer my license over. Um, and then to get basically, a California, yeah, because every license, every yeah. um, state has its own um, certificate. They like gotta make money. They all gotta make money. Exactly. Right? So <laughs> I went through the, that step, and then when I ca- like every few weeks, I would keep calling and letting them know, like I'm still planning to come. I'm doing this. My license should be here in a few more weeks, and I would follow up with her. And she, I think, she appreciated my persistence. So mm-hmm. when I got here. The day after I landed, I'm here. I went straight up to the salon. Like, my hey, I had another deck, a larger deck with stuff in it. Here you go, bound and you know in plastic, yeah. like yeah, you know, it. college Good style. Yeah. And um, like three days later, I got hired. Nice. Yeah. So then I was just working there, and mm-hmm. producers offered her the opportunity to shoot a pilot, and I was you know, there. So I just thought God was telling me that that's what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's how L.A. Hair came. It just was a group of us stylists that were mm-hmm. already working at her salon and we mm-hmm. had crazy personalities and they were like, oh, this could be a show. Yeah. <laughs> so what we saw on the show, was that really how things went down behind the scenes when the cameras weren't there? Because I've done, um, you know, a, a, a docu-series type mm-hmm. of show and I know... It's real, but there's certain things that producers will hype up or, you know, so did you really have, you know, um, problems with other hairstylists? Did you really have, <laughs> you know, was that all real? Um, I'll say this. So I, I had my own salon at the time. Oh, yeah, I remember. So... You even opened it up on the show, I think. But way before. Oh, really? Way, way before. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but... We we were still working together, mm-hmm. and because we had to shoot together, mm-hmm. you know, more than what we normally did, mm-hmm. kind of tension would arise based uh, on that. Okay. But I was already in the process of branching out, mm-hmm. and so especially the animosity that Kim and I had, that mm-hmm. was real. It just was framed around the fact that we were shooting in that context. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's not fake necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's just... Um, contained because you're being put in this situation that you would normally not be in for that long. You know, imagine if we just were in here for two years, you know what I mean? Like, like like, I normally probably wouldn't curse you out, but because we have to be contained in this space for so long, anything can happen. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, with production and stuff like that, you know, I'm sure they get people and they're like, well, tell your side of the story. You know how you feel. And they encourage. Because you're in those rooms, I tell you, those yeah. uh, confessional rooms or whatever where you're just with the producers, they will keep you there for, for a long six time. hours yeah. talking about the same. And, and it would get to the point where I'm like, you tell me what you want me to say. <laughs> exactly. Just tell and me. And then, you know, when you're not familiar with 
Because the only advice that I got about doing the show was just be true to you. You're, just yeah. be true to who you are. Yeah. And I honestly was true to who I was. But when I watched the show, I thought that was you. Like, it was. Yeah. It pretty much was yeah. me, except I think no one got to see how goofy I am. Like, I'm yeah. so silly. Mm-hmm. I'm Like, I like to have a good time. Yeah. So the serious, ambitious, I'm going to stand up for myself side of me was real. It's mm-hmm. just that it made it seem like that was the only side. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So coming from that show, having your own hair salon, um, seeing what your career is now, what else do you see? I mean, you came to L.A. just thinking, okay, I'm going to work, you know, at Kimball Hair Salon. Now you have so much going for you. What else do you hope for for the future for your career? Well, I'm working on a children's book. Actually. Oh, that's so nice. So that is really my baby. I should be dedicating more time to it, but mm-hmm. things with tantras has me busy. My yeah. own personal clientele has me busy, and then mm-hmm. educating for my L has me busy, mm-hmm. and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff. So it's been a lot to juggle, but honestly. Um, the series is called Pretty Curls Club, and it's oh, about, like, like girls loving their texture, and mm-hmm. I'm creating characters that reflect you and reflect me and mm-hmm. and making sure that I instill those little facts that moms mm-hmm. should be instilling into their kids about hair care, but mm-hmm. in a fun way. So, it like, so kids. You know, it's going to be fun for kids, I think, but my goal is to actually start teaching moms how to care for their, children. care for their children's hair, That's moms good. and dads. Yeah. Especially dads, with, especially. Yeah. <laughs> and especially with, like, a lot of um, mixed, babies. mixed babies and yeah. the moms have straight hair, the kids have this texture, and they don't know right. how to mm-hmm. do it. And they also, because they don't know how to do it, they say negative things about it, mm-hmm. and then that becomes... You know something that a child carries mm-hmm. with them, and, of and I it carry leads, it with me. Yeah, <laughs> and it leads to mm-hmm. them being insecure. It yeah. leads to them feeling like they're not good enough, mm-hmm. and, and so it all really starts with the baby. So yeah. I'm taking my brand, everything I've learned mm-hmm. on clients, and I want to, you know, bring that into the home, into so the household. I think that's so yeah. important to get education young, and not just for education for people that are brown and black, but even for white people because yeah. they, they don't. They need to be exposed a, a lot of times to just different culture and what it looks like, especially mm-hmm. at an early age. Yeah. Because I had so many questions about my hair growing up. Yeah. And by the time I was 11, I was sick of it. You know It's just hair. Yeah, yeah. come on. You know, we, yeah. Earlier on, you're like, okay, it's cool to educate other people, but at a certain point, you know, so yeah. it's good that you're putting yeah. that message out and showing different society. Yeah, that's interesting because when I was younger, I had really curly hair and I hated it. Yeah. I wanted my hair straight. Now I've straightened my hair so much it don't even curl. I gotta like I gotta like wand it to get some curl to it. So you know, had I loved my hair then, I could be sitting like you with some (laughs) nice curly hair. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's most people's stories, and my clients come to me all the time, and they're like, "Man, I wish I knew what I had Mm -hmm. when I was a kid." So this is really my way of telling these kids like, "You you've got it, and don't." Don't try to diminish what you yeah, have. Embrace Your it. Difference yeah, is good. Be yeah. happy. Yeah. I love that. When that book comes out, I will definitely give it to my niece. So oh, thank she you. She will keep yes. her beautiful long curly yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like my main goal is to really push the book and the series. I don't know what that could catapult into, um, and then I'm continuing to grow and educate with the two brands that mm-hmm. I'm working with, um, and then also my hair extensions line, Conscious Curls. I give mm-hmm. a portion back to a nonprofit. So, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of out here just working, doing my thing, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah, it's, it's so nice to see your growth 
Thank you know, you. being here, I've been here five years, and it's like, I have to keep up with you. I'm like, what she got going on now? <laughs> yeah. You got a yoga studio? I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you need to work on this head, too. We got to, after the show, yeah, we got to figure I out, you, you know, I need, a, I need a different the, look. Yeah. yeah, I got my cleanse, get my hair together. Yeah. Um, but for those watching, where can they find you online? How can they make a consultation or appointment? Um, well, actually, everything with me is at Angela C. Styles. I have a weekly YouTube series that I talk about. It's called Here for Your Hair. <laughs> and I talk about hair. I do some styling stuff. I kind of open up a little bit of my world to you. And then um, for appointments, you can see me at Tantras on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have an amazing team that I've trained. Um, we're open seven days a week. So if you are guys and girls. I was going to say, do you still do men's hair? We do men's hair as well. I can get my braids. I can get Yeah, <laughs> you get your cornrows. We do braids. Um, um, so, yeah, we're open seven days a week. We don't do color or extensions, mm-hmm. but any hair type, any texture, we do shampoo styles, mm-hmm. conditioning, and cuts. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tantris is in West Hollywood, 9200 Sunset Boulevard. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much all me. Yeah, well, thank awesome. you for coming in. I will definitely have to make an appointment with you. Yes. Get this hair did. Um, you guys can find me online, same place, uh, fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on social media. Shaka, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And, again, we have our Fit Club BHL. You can find us on all those uh, platforms as well. All right, you guys, stay strong, stay healthy. We'll see, see you next week, same time, yeah. same place, on Fit Club. Bye, guys. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christmas, Miana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.